It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Week 13 of the NFL season kicks off tonight, so it's time to make some picks today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate you all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Joe. Kyle. Happy shortest or, or lightest or leanest week of the regular season. I believe it doesn't get any worse than this. Six teams on a bye yeah. in week 13. We are football deprived. It seems because uh, we have Thursday night football tonight. Then we have your standard amount of one o'clock games. Then you have four four o'clock games. Once again, not disappointed. Grossly unbalanced slate of games. But the four o'clock and then slate San Francisco big one. Or is, and then Sunday night football, Monday night football. Yeah, and we we are probably going to spend a lot of time talking about that San Francisco Philadelphia game just because we don't have as many games to talk about. It's a big one. Understatement, weird line. We'll talk about it when we get yeah, there. So weird, weird, weird. Or FanDuel. Um, the six teams that are on buys this week, just for bookkeeping purposes, the AFC's current number one seed, the Baltimore Ravens, the Buffalo Bills, the Chicago Bears, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Minnesota Vikings, and the New York Giants. Enjoy your week off. Imagine having a week thirteen buy. Imagine having there's, a week fourteen buy. Yeah, there's buys next week. Yep. What a brutal stretch. Yeah, I think there's uh, some correlation, though, with late bye weeks and Super Bowl winners, so it's it's kind of a good thing, but like we're Depends. teetering on like really, really late. Depends. Yeah, it's like did, do, are, are the Arizona Cardinals and Washington Commanders going to count no, their lucky stars no, that they get week 14 buys? No, but for teams that have won the Super Bowl, the late season bye, there's a correlation there. Like double-digit weeks? Like week 10 later probably? Yes, is... like later, later buys are helpful, yes. Noted Buffalo yeah. Bills week thirteen by they 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 you gotta know. get to the, they gotta get the dance my guy <laughs> they gotta get to the dance I get I get I get what what the one thing I will promise you about the Buffalo Bills since we don't have to talk about the game this week nobody is rooting for them other than the Buffalo Bills to make the playoffs because that team would be dangerous yeah could you imagine like that's your reward like you win your division and host a playoff game and it's like here comes the Bills right it's like getting the Cowboys <laughs> as the five seed right <laughs> Bill, like, hey, Bills got to hey, get in that. there. Yeah, they got to get in. I've thought about this a lot, you know, but I mean, they got to go 
at least four and one, if not five and zero oh down the stretch to do it. So speaking of the Cowboys, yeah, there are Thursday night game. They are hosting the Seattle Seahawks in an obnoxiously large spread. Joe Dallas on FanDuel is favored by eight and a half points at home against Seattle. I mean, I'm picking Dallas, but Thursday, well, I guess last week it kind of, kind of messed up the little, little thing I had going with, uh, Taking Detroit. Thursday night football from you. Um, but yeah, last week it was so chalky, except for then Detroit wind up losing. Da- Dallas at home. And that's that's the pick here. They're, they're uh, playing good straight football. up. Yeah. Which you and I are. Right. We're picking the Cowboys. We think the Cowboys yeah. are gonna win the game. Yeah. Now, I think there is something to be said about the um season of desperation that Seattle is probably in. I think you probably get an inspired effort. I don't know, right. man. Like I hear you on that, but like I don't and I, I don't want to strip it down to like the most simple form, but like don't sit here and just tell me that Seattle's gonna try really hard and because of that they're gonna win the game. Like Dallas I'm, also wants I, to win the I game. I don't too. think they're gonna win the game, but I think they're yeah. gonna cover the, the I think they like we I don't pick the spread, but I would pick Seattle yeah. plus eight and a half. If I had to, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yeah. Which is yeah. the point that I'm making. Yeah, because I think the spread is is too large, and the show agrees. The show has this as a much slimmer spread than eight and a half. So the show is on Seattle. If you're new to the Thursday programming in season, Joe and I pick the game straight up. The show we do roster rankings and roster assessments, and we grade all the players. And there's methodology and, and numbers that are involved in there, and it spits out effectively a point spread um, that we cross-reference with what the actual spreads are and then where the discrepancies are is where the show picks against the actual spread. For the record, if you feel like that's dumb, just know the show is hitting on 54% of games against the spread this season. Making money. What was it, 12-3 and last week? 12-4 and last week, yeah. Woo! A big week. Second biggest week of the year for the show. Yeah. They feast. You have to go back to their other month. Actually, that's a lie. It was tied for the best week. Week three, they also went 12 and four. It's Most good. weeks, it's eight and six, seven and six, eight and five, seven and seven, seven and seven, eight and six, 12 and four last week. Big so, hitter. Yeah. Big especially hitter. like if you take it and you take the, take the show and then take the ones that you really like. I wonder mm. if you, yeah, that, that might be the right way to mm. do it over at FanDuel, right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, that'd probably be a good way to go about it with our friends over at FanDuel. But we're, I guess, going to shift into the one o'clock slate. Joe, yeah. Let's we got a little knock, time. Knock out one here. Yeah. Chargers Patriots. Zappy time. Is that zappy official? Time. Did they name him the start uh, of this week? It, it's not as of us recording, but yeah. Zappy comes bouncing through the locker room with a big smile on his face. Mac Jones isn't talking to the media. The public, I, I've seen it. I think it was Jeff Howe reported that it was expected to be the case but um I, the, the patriots themselves and they won't confirm right. it right we're like oh well you know we're, we're just gonna play the best guy hope he can go out and execute you know like that that'll be bill but you're gonna have to score points in this game you would assume you well assume. fortunately the chargers are not very good at stopping points um, like one of the worst, what that they last bottom oh, the three is 20 points. Yeah. But I think MVP candidate Lamar Jackson only scored 20 points. No, listen, listen. In, in <laughs> New England, right across the country trip for the chargers. Yep. 
You know, yep. like you want to talk about like situational football. I know that Belichick not necessarily been great of late. Uh, There's late, probably the last three years of late. Chargers. I'm picking the Chargers. There's no way the Chargers let us down in this spot, right? Careful. Chargers will let you down. They, they will. Right. So what's the I guess the the worst thing that could happen for New England currently sitting in the third spot in the draft order would be to win this game with how the season's gone. Go Patriots. Go Patriots. I'm also picking the Chargers. I think even amidst their their struggles, their offensive line has regressed. The Patriots pass rush group is young and it's banged up. Um, just don't trust the Patriots to score points, whether it's Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. So uh, the show is also on the Chargers. Uh, that line sitting at five and a half. The show has it at six. So is JC Jackson going to play? <laughs> oh, that's a fun storyline. Considering Tom Telesco comes out and like apologize to the team for adding JC Jackson to the roster. <laughs> All right. Speaking of fun, you got to check out prize picks. Prize oh, picks is the funnest, most exciting, easiest way to play. Daily fantasy sports. The format is awesome. It's just you versus the numbers. It's not you against thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. All you do is you select two or more players. You pick more or less on their projected stats and you place your entry. That's it. doesn't take long. Picks can be made in under a minute. And then when you win, the withdrawals are super, super quick. And I also love this about prize picks. You can, you can mix it up between the sports. You like over unders for football, or you want to work that together with a basketball situation or college sports it's all there for you it's super fun so check it out go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl and use code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. again that's prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl and use code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast they'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 nfl draft check out mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Pittsburgh hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Super Bowl rematch. People forget about this one. Bruce Arians Bowl, yeah. <laughs> I'm Pittsburgh winning the game. What's Arizona's pathway to going on the road? Kyler Murray runs around like crazy and... Pittsburgh slow slow back seven can't handle it. You can avoid TJ Watt long enough to get the ball out. Yeah, and I think Pittsburgh just not being good on offense matters. Um, and obviously they had their 400 yards, which we hung a banner for that. But they had- my favorite thing of this season: hang the banner, just hang a banner. Anytime somebody gets excited about something dumb or tries to talk trash about like your team didn't do this against my team say okay hang the banner well they scored they scored 17 or 16 points so yeah uh, six, i think 16 points 400 yards though i think i think pittsburgh wins at home but arizona is a team that is confusing to me all season long where their output is very different on a weekly basis for all the talk about how scrappy this team is in the last 
two months since October, they lost by two touchdowns. They lost by 17. They lost by 10 points. They lost to the Ravens by seven, although they backdoored the hell out of that, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm remembering that game correctly, came back late. You're not affirming me quickly enough. Yeah, they scored 10 points in the final minute and 14 seconds of the game. That was 31-15, so they were down 16 points in that game. They lost to the Browns 27-0. They beat Atlanta, hang the banner. You lost to the Texans by five, okay, and you hung around, then you lost to the, the Rams by 23. I think who we they they are who we thought they were has kind of emerged from Arizona. It's sitting at two and ten. Pittsburgh. Uh, for the record, the show really likes Pittsburgh minus five and a half at home. Like really likes it. A lot of confidence in that one. Uh, perhaps the most interesting AFC matchup of the weekend. Yep. Denver visiting Houston. The uh, line over FanDuel currently Houston at home minus three and a half. This will be a big one for tiebreakers. Big. And Denver's been piling up tiebreakers. So can they do it again? Um, I've This is a fascinating game. This is be the one I'm going to watch at one o'clock. Oh, man. Okay, so here's, here's, here's what stands out to me. Denver... Uh, resurgent team getting lots of takeaways, not beating themselves on offense. I saw a stat this morning actually. Russell Wilson has the highest checkdown percentage in the entire NFL at over 32%. That's double number two, Kyle. Yep, double. Yeah, while well, he I, simultaneously I, has like the second highest average time to throw and the highest pressure rate. It's it's unbelievable. That's why I, I, I think the, the narrative that Sean Payton has figured out how to play with Russell Wilson is actually pretty amusing to me. Because it's just, he's just slow checking release it down. running backs. He's just slow, slow release running backs. He'll throw it to him. Right, right. All that Houston, to say, but listen. Here's the deal. Houston's success to me is really about when they can run the ball well. I still don't think Denver's run defense is figured out. I really don't. Joe Titus Howard's out for the year. Okay, that's fine. I'm going with Houston at home mm. because I think they'll be able to run the ball. You but I are... think that Denver could get their turnovers. Like I, I think right. they could certainly get them. When you're hot, you're hot. I'm riding the hot hand. Oh, baby. Oh, let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> and I'm selfishly picking them. Um, because I don't want the narrative about the Dolphins not being able to beat a winning team to go away after one week. The Broncos sitting at six. Oh, and five. is that I, need a them thing? To get that I forgot about that. But Joe, that. Well, you lost not... the Bills. They're down to six and six. Oh, they. Well, yeah, but it's like you you just can't beat teams with winning records. Was the the narrative for all that time? And now the Broncos uh-huh. have a winning record at six and five. Hmm. I want it to stay that way. Even though the narrative has now shifted, Dolphins haven't beaten anybody that's in a playoff position. It went from winning record to, oh, they haven't beaten anybody that's in a playoff spot at this point. Uh, I, I think you outlined the game very well. Uh, the show likes Denver. Me against uh, everybody. And a half. Uh, the show has Denver plus two versus the actual line is plus three and a half. So the show and I, Joe against the world. Uh, the Detroit Lions coming off a ugly loss. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, a little extra rest, playing the New Orleans Saints. In New Orleans, they are favored by four and a half points. 
The show Bounce. likes Detroit by two scores. Bounce back week for the Lions. Extra rest against a Saints team that I don't trust. I, I'm concerned about the Lions defense, but Derek Carr and company might be exactly what they need. Lions. Do you trust Derek Carr to capitalize on it? Nope. Didn't Olave have a concussion as well on Sunday? Yes. So yes. that's that would be a big loss. Uh, so full sweep on Detroit, which takes us to, I, I think, is a interesting game based on the uh, evolution of Tennessee's offense. But Tennessee is hosting the Colts. The Colts currently the AFC 7 seed. They are 6-5. and five. They're also favored on FanDuel by a point and a half in this game. I hate this matchup. Like trying to determine who's going to win it? Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, the team that has – I mean, the Colts are a playoff team right now. Um, and they can score, but like division road game later in the season, high floor operation there under Mike Vrabel, high variance quarterback in Garner Minshew, no Jonathan Taylor. Zach Moss has been really good as their lead back when he's had to do it though. I'll tell you what I don't want to be is different than you on this game. Keep going. Well, so it doesn't we, I can we, switch. I could. We can play cat and mouse all day long. Um, here's what I find interesting about this game: the they played already this season. The Colts won in Indianapolis by a touchdown, twenty three sixteen. Do you know the last time that Tennessee rushed for hundred yards in a game? I don't. November second, Thursday night football. So it's been about a month. Uh, they rushed for 42 yards against Tampa Bay, 92 yards against Jacksonville, and 80 yards against Carolina. Indy, however, is offering quite the robust opportunities in the run game. Guess who in the last time Indy did not allow 100 yards to an opponent? I'm sure it's been a minute. Uh, week six, Jacksonville rushed for 85. They went 150 against the Browns, 161 against the Saints, 138 against the Panthers. 167 against the Patriots and 125 against the Bucks. I think the Titans can run the ball. They're at home. I think the Titans are going to win the game. Titans. I'm rolling with the Titans as well. The show disagrees with us. So it's the show against the world. Okay. Show has it at Indy about minus three versus one and a half. So we're Will Levis fans this week. Always have been. Always have been. That's true. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons in a who-the-heck-knows-what's-going-to-happen game are visiting MetLife Stadium to play the New York Jets. Uh, FanDuel has the line at Atlanta minus 2.5. The show has it at Atlanta minus 3.5, so the show is on Atlanta to cover 2.5 points spread. Tim Boyle playing quarterback for the Jets? Probably. Give me the Falcons. <laughs> I think here's the deal with the Jets. I respect their defense, but the run defense isn't that good. Atlanta should be able to run the ball. I agree. Falcons I'm also the picking the, the Jets. I would not be surprised if the Jets won a dumb game with just how bipolar Atlanta's been all season, though. Correct. It'd be, it'd be a catastrophic loss for them, but like I would not be surprised. Right. Especially because we feel like the Saints are going to lose this week. You know what I mean? Like, right. go win this game. Right. Go create a little separation for right. yourself. Somebody you somebody act like you want to win the, the NFC South. Please. I thought you were going to say take command. 
of the NFC South, which would have oh. been fitting because our last game in this block is the Commanders yeah. are hosting the Dolphins at one o'clock. Can can the Commanders take command? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think the, so the, either. You look at the matchup, and then I did like the prep for the crossover, and I did like the introduction of Washington, and you realize like nobody gives up more explosive plays defensively oh than Washington. Oh Washington's given up 350 points this season. They're like dead last in the league in, in points scored. They are like next to last in passing yards allowed. They're last in passing touchdowns allowed. It's just like a nightmare matchup for Washington. So I had Miami. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling with uh, the Finns as well. Show has this uh, about twice as big as the actual nine and a half point spread that it is currently listed at FanDuel. So Show has big expectations for the Dolphins. Kyle, you going to this game? Yes. Well, look, look, when you get home, you might not have a whole lot of time. You want to get mm. something to eat. Well DoorDash, my guy. DoorDash, my guy. They will help you. When you're busy, you got a lot going on. You're not sure when you're going to have time to get to the grocery store. Or you're going to have time to make dinner. DoorDash will bring you dinner right to your front door. They'll bring you groceries right to your front door. You can get food from your favorite local restaurants. Uh, I recently ordered food from my favorite Mexican restaurant, El Vallarta, the best tacos in town. And they also have macaroni and cheese that my daughter likes. And that's always very important uh, when it comes to our dinner preparations around here. So check out DoorDash. They will make your life better with giving you more time, right? You don't have to worry about when you're going to make dinner or what's for dinner or when you're going to have time to get to the grocery store. They will bring it to you right to your front door. So Got a deal for you here. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order. You can download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change. Terms apply. Don't forget to use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change. Terms apply. Folks, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a ton of different things that you can bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And after the information that Kyle just shared about the Washington defense, I think I'm going to go to FanDuel and enjoy some overs on Miami Dolphins passing and receiving uh, numbers. You can you can rest assured there we can win together. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Put me in an awkward spot now. I got to, as if I don't have enough mental well-being on the line. Kyle, when you were talking about all that, all I could think about was the Chicago Bears and DJ Moore and just yards after catch and getting behind those Washington DBs. 40 points. 40 points. But Ron Rivera calling the defense, maybe that'll be the big spark. I don't know. They just hired Jim Salgado to come over there and be a help. We'll see. Uh, you can you can get two a uh, plus three twenty five passing yards at oh. plus plus two seventy. Three twenty five is where they said it. Well, they, they, it's alternate passing yards, so you oh. can go two twenty five, two fifty, oh. two seventy five, three hundred, three fifty. If you like them over three fifty, you can get that for plus four ninety. The problem is, the problem is, is going to play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> First half spread, Miami minus six and a half. First half total over under 24 and a half. Will Washington do their part to get to the over there? You know what I mean? Right. It's going to be the issue. Oh, here you go. You you can go 
spread total points double dip, you could go Miami covering nine and a half and over 49 and a half points in the game for plus 260. I might take that one. I do think Washington can, can score a little bit. Might be late, but I think they can score a <laughs> couple. They move the ball a little bit. A couple later there. Yep. Uh, Carolina Tampa Bay. There's no first. There's no, no. first first game fired coach bump. We're gonna find out, dude. If if Carolina wins this one, we will know. <laughs> we will know. And then it is real, right? Like I'm absolutely out on it happening, though. But here's the thing: like Tampa Bay's no world beater. They're not playing good football at all right now. Correct. I don't know. You get these big, physical, long corners in Tampa Bay. Against receivers, no juice. Receivers that can't separate at all. You know, Bryce Young leads the NFL in throwaways. His, uh, his, I was in in the data this morning. His throwaways over the last four games are like double the second guy. It's like I, I seventeen I throwaways. Saw, I believe I saw he has three games with seven plus throwaways this season, and there's like nobody else that has that many in a yeah, single. It game. was the, it was the most ridiculous discrepancy I've seen. It was right there with yeah. Russell Wilson checkdown percentage. Uh, Bucks. Box show but has the bug. one, the one game bump, man. I'm telling you, Raiders Find got a two out. game bump. Yeah. Uh, show is on Tampa minus five and a half. Likes him by about a touchdown, which brings us to the game, the game, San Francisco at Philadelphia. San Francisco is making a cross country t- trip to play against a 10 and one Philadelphia Eagles team that we consider to be the best team in football. And the San Francisco 49ers are favored by two and a half points. Yeah. So we talked about this a little bit in the pre-show surprising that the Niners are favorites in this game. You mentioned the extra rest, right? That matters, but also, uh, and I, I don't want to like say that I came up with this talking point because I stole it from Chris Long and Kyle Long in their podcast. Uh, where they were talking about this Eagles Niners game and and the Eagles just played, I think the Bills had 95 offensive snaps and then 65. I mean, they played a lot, they played like a ton of snaps, right? Going up against a, a big time physical matchup here. Mm-hmm. Um Philly at home's dangerous, right? I don't, I don't they're five, six, and oh at home this year. Um, and they find a way. They're a talented team that finds a way. And it just feels like they can turn it on when they have to. But I mean, San Francisco's got the goods as well, and Eagles' defense is a little shaky, right? It's not it's not perfect this year. Uh, they give up production, particularly like their second level of their their linebackers, their coverage, their safeties, like not necessarily good in terms of sub coverage. Bradbury's had some issues this year. I think this is a great a great matchup that can stress they can stress each other in in, in difficult ways. And Nick Bosa came out this week and said he was very confident. I'm not sure I'm any closer to deciding on this pick, but those are the things on my mind when I consider this game. Uh, the show for the records on Philadelphia. Uh, getting two and a half. Right. So we have Philadelphia is the best team in the league. We do, we do like San Francisco. They're like a top six team for us from a roster perspective. But um, Philly at home, you obviously get some points there. So – Vegas is telling us if these teams played in the neutral site, San Francisco would be favored by effectively a touchdown. So you get three right. points. It would be five and a half. Yeah. 
I'm not a math guy. I know that's not a touchdown, but like it's. We need six to cover. So yeah, it is a touchdown. The line's just talking to me a little bit. Makes me feel like they know something. I mean, obviously, Lane Johnson has to play. You can't have Jack Driscoll against Nick Bosa. We we can't live in that world. I agree. Can Maybe maybe that'll be my stipulator. Well, I, no, I think he's going to... You know what? Doesn't matter. I'm picking San Francisco to win the game. Woo! The line, the line is too egregiously set for there to not be some in some knowledge from from Vegas that San Francisco you could talk about motivation and you could talk about you know teams try hard every week all you want San Francisco talked all that talk all off season long they should be ticked off about it I'd like to think they come out and show it give me the 49ers give me the Eagles at home well, this will be fun. The two most compelling games of the week were different on. Houston and Denver, Philly and San Francisco. This is going to be the week that you come back into a tie. And we're just gonna, I know. We're just I'm, I'm thankful to have the home team in both of those situations. I, But I 100% can – like I went against Denver, and that's been a mistake. And I've doubted San Francisco this year, and that's been a mistake. So I, I'm i not sitting here brimming fun with fact, confidence. Fun fact, nine teams on the road won last week, just letting you know. I know, you're a big law, I know you're a big law of averages guy, so. <laughs> All right. Cleveland visiting the L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams are favored by three and a half points. The show likes the Rams favored by three and a half points. What is this game? I don't I don't think who plays quarterback. I don't think whether it's DTR or not matters. No, that I, doesn't matter. I, right. I, I think the Rams can score enough points at home to win this game. I'm picking the Rams. I'm going Rams too. I don't think they see this style of offense enough. The Browns? Able, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a little bit more wide open. Yeah. I think you'll naturally get the 20 points, and you trust Cleveland right now to score in that stratosphere consistently with nope. the quarterback nope. play? No. Nope. So. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, Chiefs. Favored by six on Sunday Night Football in Lambeau against the Green Bay Packers. It's going to be a fun day, man. Denver, Houston into Philly, San Francisco into this game where the Chiefs are on the road, which makes it compelling to me. It's Mahomes, though, man. It's Mahomes on primetime against Jordan Love. I'm not picking against Mahomes in primetime. Right. I'm just not. Yeah. Chiefs. Uh, I do think there's a... Rest advantage for for the Packers in this game, though. Right. I think there's some interesting... Layers, I still think it would be a pretty large upset. The show would agree. The show is on Kansas City cover six points. Uh, but boy, I'm I'm rooting for the Packers. Oh, we, aren't we all? Aren't <laughs> we all? You got a nut shot at the number one seed, my guy. I'm rooting for the Packers. The AFC not, going through going through hard lot hard. What is it? Hard knocks. Hard life. What is it? Hard rock. Hard, hard, hard rock. rock. Yeah, hard rock. Get, get it out there. So that um, special. I saw you tweet that special about the stadium construction. You know. Miami Heat. Yeah, Dove, Dove Cliveman acting like it's never been reported before. It's been well-documented for seven you know, years. The, the, here's the exception that I take with it. I don't take any exception that the Dolphins set up their stadium like that, right? Like, smart, you should do it. But let's. But the part that bothers me is, like, can we not act, like, can we not acknowledge that it is a significant deal? Like, it, that's the one it thing is that's a, all, it, right. it is a significant deal, but nobody made a big deal about it until 
Buffalo almost got gassed out. I don't know. I, every single I've been talking about when Michigan State went down there to play Miami like ten true. years ago. I've been talking about this for years, and we faded Michigan State and said Miami's going to win. And the Michigan and State Michigan State gave the us the double birds, is what they did. <laughs> they say, oh, we're wearing dark greens in the sun. Right. Okay, watch this. Right, Kenneth Murray, Kenneth Walker's going to run over everybody. Four hundred <laughs> yards or whatever you rush for that day. Like what? This was not the script I had in mind. Right, but it is a big deal, and you should do it. Like you should have inherent. Built-in advantages well, based on your region. And I, I think the thing that is interesting is the stadium was built 20-something years ago. They only put the canopy on in 2016 as part of the renovations to get into the Super Bowl down there. Oh, really? Yeah. And so before that, it was just like everyone's cooking. Right. But then they put the canopy on, and the canopy's framed exactly over the field. It's not like there's anything special about it. It just so happens when the sun sets... <laughs> With when they put the canopy on, and and they they did do it intentionally. Don't yeah. let them tell you otherwise. If you're Tampa and Jacksonville, what are you doing? Get this thing on your like stadium. They, it's not like they were laying the foundation of the stadium 30 years ago saying, oh, wait until Steve Ross buys the team puts the canopy <laughs> on here for $500 million. Listen, if you're not doing it, you're an idiot. That'd be the best free agent signing you can have. The canopy. Right. All right. Anyway, our last game. Cincinnati. Sands Joe Burrow. Visiting Jacksonville. Wouldn't this be more interesting if Joe Burrow was around? And they, this know. would it would be the equivalent of San Francisco, Philadelphia. Right, but it's not. So Jaguars. Not. And Jaguars in at halftime, right? Uh, the show actually has Cincinnati covering eight and a half. Really? We're even counting for no Burrow. Yeah. Wow. Has, it, has, has it had the touchdown? Jake Browning, bro. Like, I don't know, dude. I don't know if he can. I don't think he's got the goods. But here I, we've doubted these quarterbacks before. So I'm not going right. to go too hard. Right. Now he's got some reps. Another week of game plan. We'll football. Pick 199 just like Tom Brady. That's right. right. Yeah. There's been a path. There's a pathway to success with that pick. Right. Correlation, causation. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Uh, we oh, take takes on take. takes. Oh, we man, didn't, we we didn't plug it until the very end of the show, which is a bummer. Yeah. But, Joe, maybe we can leave a comment on this video and pin it at the top to solicit yeah. takes. Uh, so we want all of your hot takes for tomorrow because we will react to your hot takes on the show. Uh, anything and everything that's on your mind, leave it, comment on this video on YouTube, let us know, and we will filter through them on tomorrow's Friday conclusion to this week of Locked On NFL Scouting. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. appreciate you guys checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your day. We're out of here. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.